You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Ken Davenport here. Welcome back to the Producer's Perspective Podcast, the new solo version. This week's episode, we're going to talk about the newly released Actors' Equity protocols on what it's going to take to get back to work. These are documents that were published on the Actors' Equity website. Last week, we're going to get into them and my reaction to them right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, it's Ken. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and I hope it's pulling back the curtain on this business of Broadway. If you're looking to learn more about what makes this industry tick, go to my website, kendavenport.com, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. I'll send you one email a week, one article about what I'm seeing, trends, insights, marketing ideas on what's happening on Broadway right now. That's kendavenport.com. Hope to see you there and in your inbox. I want to be a producer with a hit show on Broadway. You're listening to the Producers Perspective Podcast with your host, Tony Award winner, Ken Davenport. Welcome back to the Producers Perspective Podcast. So this is an issue that is a very timely one because, look, let's face it, every single one of us wants to get back to work. Producer, actor, designer, director, administrator, usher, no matter what you do in this business, audience member, if you're just a fan, we all want theaters to open. So Philip Boroff, who's a fellow blogger like myself, formerly of Bloomberg News, uh, broke a story last week about some documents that were released on the Actors' Equity website. And this was a set of documents called the Actors' Equity Protocols for Opening Theaters for Producers. So yes, for people like me, Broadway producers, off-Broadway producers, but also regional theaters, any theater around the country that was looking to hire a Actors' Equity member. These were the protocols that Equity was stating must be in place in order for you to open your doors. Um, the protocols were actually separated. They were very well organized, very long documents. Um, very well uh, structured in terms of there were protocols for being outside, there were protocols for being inside, and so on. Uh, I'm not going to read all of the protocols because that would take about 18 hours and 27 minutes. And I'm trying to do these podcasts in under 15 minutes. So we're not going to do that. Go check out the Actors Equity website if you want to read them all. Good luck. Uh, some highlights of those protocols include things like this. Mass transportation cannot be used. A private car and driver must be provided for every equity member reporting to and from rehearsal. Uh, Uber and Lyft actually don't qualify uh, under their definition of a private car and driver. So every single actor's equity member going to and from a rehearsal, performance, whatever it is, private car and driver. Uh, if a member is working in their home city, I guess, uh, and they don't live alone, they have to be put up in a hotel. So they can't share a domicile with anybody. Uh, and three tests are required, three COVID tests before rehearsals begin, each of which must be paid for by the producer. These tests, the testing can't be covered by actor's equity or any actor health plan, even if they have coverage. So they can't submit it to your health plan. The producers actually have to pay for it or the theaters have to pay for it. 
or whoever, again, is hiring that equity member. Uh, so again, if you want to read all of them, those are just a few. You want to read all of them, go to the to the website. Again, they're very well organized. Obviously, a lot of time and effort was put into coming up with these set of protocols to protect their members. That's their goal. And, and I want to give a shout out to Actors Equity for spending all this time, energy, and money, of course. I'm sure these were not cheap in hiring the medical experts that they did to come up with these protocols. Now, I'm going to make some comments. Shocking. Uh, but let me make something super duper clear. I am not going to comment on whether these or any of the protocols on the website are too strict, not strict enough. That is not my job. I, I guess, could offer that perspective, but that's like the doctor's perspective. That is not the producer's perspective. Uh, my dad was a doctor. I'm sure he'd have a lot of things to say, actually, about the last 12 months. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, he's not here right now to do that. Um, so again, I'm not going to comment on the specificity of the protocols. That debate is for the doctors. And obviously, these protocols are what Actors' Equity believe is the best way to keep their people safe, right? That's what they're trying to do. And I, listen, I don't know one one hundredth of what doctors know, okay? I'm not even going to pose the question as to why other unions, other industries or other performing arts unions in other countries, why schools, etc., have different protocols, right? I'm not, I won't even go there, I promise, because my mother, like she used to tell me when I was a kid, I don't care what Joey's parents allow him to do. This is our house and we're going to make the rules. So we're not even going to get into this comparison, contrast about, oh, Australia this, London this, teachers union, all that stuff. Forget it. We're going to only focus on ours. So, again, this discussion right now is not about the science of the protocols. I'm not a scientist, okay? What I am, though, is a producer. So I am going to comment on that. And I will just say this. There is no question that these protocols will slow down the restart of the theater business and the rehiring of all sorts of theater makers, not only actors, musicians, directors, ushers, all of those people will not be hired because let's face it, the actors are the most important ingredient in getting a show up at this point, right? We need actors on stage. That's why audience members come. That's why they come, right? And these protocols will slow it down because look, they involve a tremendous amount of increased cost. But not just that, increased costs are always a concern to producers, right? But they're even more of a concern now in any way, shape, or form because revenues are most likely going to be lower for a while. So right now, anything that gets in the way, whether it's a protocol, whether it's marketing, whether it's rent, whether it's whatever, anyone that says, hey, by the way, producer, you're going to have to pay more money for this, that involves much greater risk, right? much greater risk because we expect our ticket sales to be lower. And as much as every producer out there wants to get back to work and get people back to work, rare will be the producer who will want to spend more to most likely earn less. And it's not about it going in the pocket. It's just about what's risky, about, about how much risk we can actually take. Look, our business has a fragile enough economic model already Going into a post-pandemic world, that economic model is going to be even more fragile, right? All these protocols, by the way, aren't just going to affect 
the economic model, they're going to affect the efficiency and effectiveness of the creative process, right? And we, we expect that, we know that. From testing to cleaning to all the things we're going to do, there's no question, that stuff is gonna eat away time. It's gonna disrupt some of the natural flow, okay. But there comes a point when there are so many protocols in place, if there are so many protocols in place, producers are just going to say, we're gonna wait, we're gonna wait. And I think that's actually what the reaction has been to these protocols. And again, please know, I'm saying this not from a, I'm very upset about these protocols. They just tell me, oh, according to the Actors Union, now is not the right time to get back to work. And I'm not going to push it anymore. I'm not going to push it. Because why? I'm not going to incur greater risk. Right? I'm not going to incur greater risk when, frankly, I've waited this long. I can wait just a little bit longer. I'll tighten the belt just a little bit more to come back at a time where my risk is still going to be greater, but mitigated just a little bit. And just a little inside information here. This is not the first time I saw these protocols when Philip Borov called attention to them. I actually saw them months ago. I was considering doing some workshops and listen, it was, there were a lot of factors about why I didn't do them. These were the, I was considering some bubble workshops, some bubble shops, if you will. And a lot of factors prevented me from doing them. There were some cases spiking, all sorts of stuff. But there's no question that the protocols were one of the reasons I was like, we just can't do this. It's too expensive. I would just much rather wait. There's not enough value in there. I can't take that kind of risk. I can't ask my investors to shoulder more risk more risk in an already risky industry at an even riskier time. And listen, I, I also have to say that I, I think that was the union's point. I think they were saying like, we want to make sure everything is 101% buttoned up and safe. In other words, we wanna make sure everyone's vaccinated. And we're not really looking to get back to work until that's the case. And that's the message I kind of got from this these protocols, which is okay. Again, it's okay. That is their right. That is their right to say that. Um, and I think, unfortunately, what that will mean is that we're just going to take a little bit longer. We're just going to take a little bit longer. But the great news, we're going to end on a big positive note here. The great news is that the vaccinations are, are increasing in this country, right? We are finally making some serious progress. Cases are still dropping. Hopefully we're gonna outrun these variants and we're gonna vaccinate as many people as possible as fast as we can, get to that herd immunity stage, and we will be back when actors are comfortable, musicians are comfortable, directors are com comfortable, and yes, audience members are comfortable. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Producers Perspective Podcast. If you did enjoy this conversation, if you want to be part of this conversation, do you have thoughts on it? We're going to be holding our first ever clubhouse this Wednesday, March 24th at 2 o'clock, the Producers Perspective matinee. We're going to be talking about when Broadway comes back and why is it taking so long. We're going to talk about that 2 o'clock this Wednesday, March 24th. We're going to have some special guests, including Sammy Canold, who documented Cats and Phantom getting back up and running in Korea and some other surprise guests as well. That's right, Clubhouse, 2 o'clock this Wednesday, the 24th, our first ever Clubhouse. See you then.
Thanks again for listening to the Producers Perspective podcast. If you found this episode informative, educational, inspirational, or just entertaining, uh, do me a favor and share this episode with another theater maker or two in your life. My mission is to amplify the conversation about theater because if we get more people talking about it, we'll get more people making it, we'll get more people seeing it. It will be great for the industry as a whole. If you want more of my daily perspectives on theater and Broadway, check out my blog at theproducersperspective.com or check out my social media accounts at Ken Davenport B-Way on Instagram and at Ken Davenport on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We'll see you for the next episode. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.